Most of us guys spend the majority of our waking hours each week at work. So how does God want us to function as men in our workplace? Stick around and with his guidance, we'll figure it out together. Welcome, guys. This is Full Power, and I am Andrew. We've got a great show lined up today, and before we get into it, I want to give you guys a quick plug for the ministry. Please continue to prayerfully consider becoming a volunteer with Full Power, Uh, and in case the commitment level is kind of what's holding you back from uh, getting engaged, we have a hard and fast limit of four hours of invested time per week. So it's not going to be overly intensive. And we've made this a hard and fast limit because we want to make sure that we don't build a culture here of being overloaded or overburdened because that's not God's heart. And that's not going to allow us to be the men that he's calling us to be. So anyway, to sign up or to find out more information, please head over to fullpowermen.com slash join us. Again, that's fullpowermen.com slash join us. And as we kind of get ready to hear from God in regard to us being men in our workplaces, let's invite him into this time. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for always loving us, calling us your boys, being with us, picking us up, dusting us off when we screw up and we mess things up, Lord, because we inevitably do and we inevitably will do it again. And we just love that, uh, You're an adventurous God. You're a creative God. You're calling us into mission, into partnership with you to go into unknown regions, into deep waters, and into just excitement, Lord, and adventure. And uh, we know that uh, for most of us, that's uh, our workplace, Lord, and uh, that's the mission field that you've equipped and called us to. And we just ask that uh, through this time together that uh, we be encouraged, that we be equipped to ardently pursue you and to make your name wildly known and adored in our workplaces. We just trust you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen. All right, guys. So depending on what industry we're in, you know, numerous other variables, there's a plethora of different challenges and difficulties regarding how to live out our mission of being men of God in the workplace. The good news is that God has a lot to say about it in scripture. So let's kind of kick things off by talking about what I call powerful positivity. And I already know what you're thinking. Okay, here we go. This is another motivational speaker, power of positive thinking, you know, uh, kind of thing. Well, you're not entirely wrong in that. However, I'm not talking about the fake it till you make it, find the silver lining, put on a smile kind of positivity. I'm talking about the genuine hope that we have through Jesus Christ, our Savior. When we sync up our lives with Christ and live every moment in his presence, we can't help but have a positive outlook on things. Jesus has washed us clean of our past, present, and future sins, thus making a way for us to spend eternity in paradise of heaven with him. I mean, how cool is that, guys? That is our hope. That's why we can have joy when the company loses its biggest client, when we are passed over for that much-deserved promotion, when we hear coworkers are gossiping about us, that is the hope that allows us to be powerfully positive in the midst of those storms. This is what Jesus has to say about powerful positivity. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John 14, 27. 
So Jesus is letting us know that he is giving us supernatural peace so that we won't be upset or afraid. We'll be able to have a spirit of powerful positivity in our workplace. Please hear me on this, guys, though. Powerful positivity is absolutely not being disingenuous and faking happiness when you're sad or putting on a smile when you're feeling down. What it is, it's a 100% genuine and true mindset because we are rooted in the peace and hope that Jesus gives us in an infinite amount, day after day after day, moment after moment. And we exude this positivity that Christ instills in us by encouraging others when they're going through tough times or having difficulties, uh, giving compliments out, giving them out often. In today's society, it's just so foreign to us to give out compliments. And it's such a integral part to the fabric of relationship with others is to give them an attaboy. Everybody loves that. A pat on the back and saying, hey, Jim, you did a great job in the presentation today. I could tell you spent a lot of time in preparing and getting that all put together. So giving out compliments. We can also do it by befriending the marginalized. Look, guys, we know this and we oftentimes, let's be transparent, we, we, we just ignore it because it's uncomfortable. We don't want to go out of our way to befriend the marginalized. But if we face it and we own up to it, that's what Jesus is all about this powerful positivity because we are rooted in his hope and his peace. So let's man up at work and have a positive mindset, not allowing our circumstances and the chaos around us to shake us because we have the hope that Jesus gives us. So not only does Jesus give us the spirit of powerful positivity, um, he also calls us to radical respect, to authority, to our peers, to vendors, to clients, and yes, even our competitors. So this is what the Bible has to say about radical respect. Romans 13.1 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. And then 1 Peter 2.17 also says, Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. So basically, the Bible is telling us that God ordains and puts in place and establishes the authority, the hierarchy of structure above and around and below and all, all in amongst us. So this is authority that God has ordained and he has put in place so we can have complete faith that nothing is going awry with the hierarchical authoritative structure that is in place. So we can, in an overflow from how we honor and respect God, we can honor and respect those people that are put above us. We can put those respect and honor those people that are um, kind of horizontal in position from us. We can respect and honor those who are lower on the totem pole than we are, because at any given time, that can always be shaken up and moved. And at the end of the day, we're all God's children and he wants honor and respect across the board. So let's be clear, though, respecting and honoring someone does not mean that we kowtow to their every whim without running it first through the filter of the Bible. God always wants us to actively think about the circumstances we find ourselves in so that we are not caught off guard by the enemy. Back several years ago, I was still in IT and we had a meeting with my boss who was actually the owner of the company as well. And there's another guy there. Um, and the boss got excessively angry about this technical issue we were having. And he shouted the name of Jesus in an exasperated kind of non-reverent manner. And I remember immediately and firmly saying, I agree this is significant. This issue is something that we need to address as soon as possible. However, there is no call to use the Lord's name in vain. Um, and, uh, you know, basically, 
uh, my, my boss stopped. He was kind of stunned. He looked at me. He actually apologized. And um, he, he walked out of the room after that. And from then on, at least in my presence, I never heard the man ever misuse the name of the Lord again. So basically what happened there was the Holy Spirit was speaking through me, speaking truth to power before it was hip and cool to speak truth to power. And he made a way for me to actually show respect to my boss and also continue to honor and respect Jesus and make sure that his name was not tarnished and, uh, you know, kind of put down in that circumstance. So it isn't easy to be respectful and honor people at work. Maybe people will rub us the wrong way or people who either openly or kind of in the shadows persecute us or, you know, um, just kind of come after us. So it's not easy to honor and respect those people. However, it's clear that God wants us to man up and give that honor and respect to those people out of the overflow and honor and respect that we have for God. So an extension of honoring someone is actually putting their needs before our own, right? So we can do this through what I call sacrificial service. And the Bible has a ton to say about this as well. So let me read a couple verses over us, and I'm going to read them kind of rapid fire in successions because I want us to get the holistic view that God has put into scripture through these different verses. So please press in, listen up, turn up the volume in the car, whatever you need to do to make sure that you really dial in on these next couple verses. So Jesus starts off by telling us in Matthew 7, 12, he says, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. First Peter 4, 10 says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another and as good stewards of God's varied grace. Acts 20, 35 says, in all things, I have shown you that by working hard, in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And last but not least, Mark 10, 44 through 45 says, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the son of man, so that's talking about Jesus, the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. So it's clear that God's heart is for us to be servant leaders, just as Christ demonstrated for us. So here's our challenge. Starting today, we need to man up and ask God to open our eyes to opportunities to sacrificially serve those around us, those we rub shoulders with, and to give us the faith and the strength to actually meet those needs and serve those people. Because once we ask God to do that, he's going to be faithful. It's going to start happening. Once we ask, we're going to start seeing the guy in the cubicle next to us who's having a, a computer problem that we can easily walk around the corner, fix for the guy, make his day, completely de-stress him. We'll notice that our vendor is out of sorts and kind of acting mopey and down and not his typical upbeat self. And we can say, hey, dude, you know, what's going on? You know, how can I pray for you? I know you're not, uh, you're kind of not on your game today. You're not as upbeat as you usually are. And at that point, guys, this is critical. This is critical. At that point, his response needs to be the only thing you're focusing on in the world at that time. You have to be intentionally present and intentionally focused on what he says, because what he shares with you is something deep and personal about his situation. And when he shares that, please pray immediately, make the time, make the space to pray immediately over whatever he shares with you, because what that allows us to do is sacrifice of our time, sacrifice of ourselves, sacrifice of our days. And God's going to redeem that sacrifice by actually blessing us and blessing 
that individual we're praying for. Because so many times, if we're candid, our prayers will say, oh, yeah, praying for you, and it'll fall off the table. So when that vendor meets with us and he's having a bad day or something's going on and we pray immediately, that shows him that he is loved and he is cared for and that we have intentionally made that space to care and love for him. So that's some different ways that we can practically serve. But God will open your eyes to all these different opportunities as soon as you ask him. And let's be honest, guys, this is the way of Jesus, sacrificial service, and it's the way that God is calling us to be as well. So every day and in every situation, especially at work, because most of us, that is the mission field, our work that God has equipped us for and called us to, we have to, must to, and that's not right, not must to, but you guys know what I mean. You absolutely must stand for Christ because people are always watching and listening. And it's our testimony. Our actions and our words are our testimony of how Jesus is working in our lives. And it's also our platform to share his love and grace and the words of the gospel with those around us. So God wants sanctified and redeemed businesses, organizations, workplaces. And guess what? He has picked and chosen change agents for those different areas. And we, his boys, we are those change agents. So we get to partner with God as we are ardently pursuing him. We get to partner with God through powerful positivity, through radical respect, through sacrificial service, all these different things, bringing them into our workplace to uplift our workplace, to build up the men and women around us that we rub shoulders with, to bring and infuse God's goodness and God's awesomeness into this mission field that we call work. So this is something that is not easy. It's not something that's just going to come naturally. It's something that we have to work at. It's something that we're going to have to consistently be intentional about over time. And the only way we can do that is through supernatural help from our Heavenly Father. So let's go to him and ask for that help. Abba Father, thank you so much for always providing for us and making a way. Thank you that we do have jobs. And if we don't have jobs, we thank you for future jobs and your provision there. And Lord, we just ask that as we go to work every day, that you give us opportunities where we can uh, be powerfully positive, where we can radically respect those around us and where we can sacrificially serve. And we just ask that uh, you supernaturally give us the faith and the strength to be obedient and to meet those needs that you have identified in those around us and to not hold anything back for your name and for your glory. And uh, we just ask for, for this supernatural power to be infused into us so that we can accomplish these things that you are calling us to. We trust you and praise you and love you. In Christ's name, amen. All right, guys. So as always, please smash the subscribe button, share the channel, share the show with your buddies. And um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Please connect with us via email. So drop us an email at connect at fullpowermen.com. So stories you may have, how God's working, any questions you may have that you want to have answered on the show, different stuff like that, email us at connect at fullpowermen.com. And we love to hear from you. So guys, you're loved, you're sent. Be blessed. Have some fun out there. Just be safe. We'll catch you next time. Love you. Get out of here.